Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. Uh, shout out to Team BC, my nationwide real estate team. We just added a few more people in Texas, Colorado. We're adding somebody in Wisconsin very soon. We recently added our second agent in Canada. So we're really rocking and rolling. If you're interested, reach out to me or any of my team members or go to Team BC Sold, our Instagram and contact us. Shout out to Modern Success. Uh, my coaching program, right? Go to briancasella.com if you're interested in learning more about my coaching or any of the products and things that I have to offer, okay? We're also in the process of revamping a lot of things, so stay tuned for that. Now, what I wanted to talk about today uh, in regards to this podcast episode, I've recently been talking about uh, minimalism, right? I know that's a buzzword in today's culture. It's nothing new. It's been around for a long time, but I wanted to specifically discuss today what I mean by it and going a little deeper into it, because a lot of people look at some of these terms and some of these new fads in regards to more of like an absolute approach and understanding instead of having a real thorough understanding of it. And this is what I mean. Let me make a distinction there. Okay. Just because you read something and you learn something doesn't mean that that becomes your existence now. Okay. A lot of people falsely, they'll read a book just because it's a book written by somebody like me suddenly everything they read is law and they don't question it. And okay, this is my life and that's it. Now you can take some stuff from the book and the experience. Absolutely. A lot of information is applicable, whether at the belief level, philosophical level, application level in regards to techniques, understandings, right? But that doesn't mean that nothing else exists. Now you have to incorporate it to what you're doing. So when it comes to something like minimalism, people think suddenly they're supposed to sell everything, live, uh, in a box, meditate 24 seven, not do anything. And suddenly embody the word minimal and their understanding of it and what they believe to be the representation of that. Okay. Now, whether it's minimalism or something else, a lot of people get lost in these things. Okay. This is why I, I don't really talk too much about real spirituality with people because in my eyes, that has to be earned. Number two, a lot of people get lost in it. I've seen people go crazy with it. They don't even have a basic understanding and mastery of mundane reality, regular reality. And suddenly you want to go into the, the infinite. I mean, come on. Okay. But let's not get off track. We're talking about minimalism here. So me as an example, I think I'm a great embodiment of minimalism. I don't need shit. However, I do own some things. I do like cars. I recently sold some cars. I'm selling another one. I, a couple months ago, bought a 2003 Lancer Evolution Mitsubishi, right? If you haven't seen Too Fast, Too Furious. It's the same car that Paul Walker was driving in that movie. Um, and, you know, I have an old Monte Carlo now. I'm probably going to buy an old Impala. I do like some material stuff. However, the key word is here. I can live without it and I don't need it. That's the thing. Okay. And we're going to discuss that in detail today. I don't need these things. I enjoy them and I have them. However, overall, I don't need them. Now, we're so caught up in this. And this, this is where we get caught up in this. You need to understand this from the outside. Somebody who doesn't know me or doesn't know me that well, or is still very in the collective societal script, they look at me, right? And they would make a, they would pass a judgment based on this, this philosophy on how much money they think I make, right? I've sold a lot of stuff. I don't flaunt a lot of fancy stuff. So to them, if they were to then get given the amount of money I make per month and how much I make a year, they would either say it's a lie they don't believe it or wait, that doesn't make sense. How come he's not blah, blah, blah. Like I recently just posted another outdoor workout because I've really been doubling down on calisthenics and someone's like, well, if he makes that much money, how come he doesn't just make his own gym? I mean, come on, dude. 
that's being stuck in the collective script, societal script on what it's supposed to be like, right? You're still basing your perception on what you think wealth is supposed to be. Because that's what I'm going for. I don't care about being rich or making a lot of money. I want to be wealthy, legacy, generational wealth, breaking generational curses. That's what I'm interested in, right? But if we're talking specifically about minimalism, man, when I moved here last year, you heard the story. I didn't have shit for months. I had like two pairs of clothes, two pairs of shoes, and I was good for months. And I never complained and I was good. I enjoyed it, dude. I demonstrated live that I didn't need anything. And I'm still doing it now. And I'm constantly changing. So if we're going to start giving specific tasks and lessons for this podcast, number one is this. You know when the possession of something, when I say possession, it doesn't have to be material. It could be things about your identity, right? It could be material things. It could be people in your life, right? When the possession of something starts taking control of you, think of your phone, right? You know it's now a problem and something has to be done. If you have anxiety when you don't have your phone, that's a problem, right? If you can't go without posting your cars on Instagram and getting attention because you bask in it, that's a problem, right? If you, if you can't get rid of somebody who we know is toxic for your life and you're attached to them, that's a problem. Minimalism can apply to all these things, right? Because it's tied to that basic principle. If you need something and you can't go without it at that level internally, you now supplicate to that thing, person, entity, material object, whatever it is. Now you become second to it. Now it can affect you. Now it has control over you, right? Think about people with their phones. Most people can't go without their phone for even an hour. They're constantly checking and refreshing. Sometimes I do it, right? But I catch it right away and I put it away. And then... I always have my phone, I do not disturb. And sometimes I go hours without looking at my phone, which is great. Now, if you're at a point where the phone is an absolute addiction for you, then you need to do something more hardcore and do a complete day off or a week off. Go out of town and leave your phone, right? Same thing with material stuff. If you're so attached to that car, sell it. Not only to prove to yourself, but to the universe, I really don't need that thing. Because guess what? You can buy it back later if you want. What goes can come back, especially the material stuff, man. So in action, right? You know internally first if it's a problem. But number two, you need to demonstrate to yourself, most importantly, that, hey, I don't need this thing or person or whatever it is, right? Because now it's a problem. You're dependent on it. It's like a person who's dependent on coffee. You're an addict. But what do we do? We justify it. Oh, it's healthy. You know, we look for what, it's like, what do they say? Confirmation bias. We look for what um, confirms what we want to believe. And now you're caught an even, in an even worse vicious cycle because now you're breaking this principle at the very root, but on the surface level now, you've covered it up with all this other stuff, these stories and you know confirmation biases and all that. Now, if you're ignorant to something that's different, if you don't know, right? Ignorant means you don't know. It's not an insult. It just means you don't know. But man, you need to take responsibility for this thing and see, hey, it's not about living in a one-bedroom shack and being a minimalist and not having anything and only one pair of shoes, right? And only one friend, but understand the principle for what it is and see, hey, even if I don't take this hardcore and become a monk of minimalism, how can I take bits and pieces of this and other things too and apply it to my life and make it functional, right? Because I'm still going to buy stuff and own stuff. 
even if we're talking just material things. However, I don't need any of them. I enjoy them. I can go without them. It's not a problem. And I've demonstrated that to myself time and time again, over and over. Because if it's material stuff, I sell it, get something new, get rid of it, don't have it for a year or two. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. Same thing with my identity in quotes. I've transformed and morphed a million different ways. I don't care what people think about me. I mess around with that. Tattoos, no tattoos, growing the hair out, suit all the time, not wearing a suit. I can have fun with it or do whatever the hell that I want. But imagine if I was caught up in one of those identities, I would be stuck and I would suffer because I would need the world to acknowledge me as that. I don't care. I know what I am at my core and my essence. All those things are simply a piece of what I am. They don't define who and what I am. That's the difference. I don't need outside approval or applause for that or ridicule. Both, I weigh the same. They don't matter to me. Even now getting censorship and getting censored and all this other stuff. I don't care. I'm making more money and more successful than I've ever been. And I'm okay not getting the attention and recognition and are these articles and you're the man. I don't care. I still get recognized in the street by people all the time, by the way. Even if I didn't, I wouldn't care. I don't need that stuff. I'm not looking around like, oh my God, please recognize me. I want to feel important. I could give a fuck. Whether this podcast online would get one download or a thousand, two thousand, or whatever we get daily now, I don't care. I put out the information to help who it wants to help and to fulfill my duty and enjoying what I do and all those other things that I set out to do. Now, this has been a lifelong process, especially the last nine or 10 years of me dedicating myself to the evolution of self improvement at the highest levels. But when I look at this term minimalism, in application, you don't have to be hardcore. Take bits and pieces and apply it. If you have an addiction to something, solve it. Do something with it. Learn to live without it. You don't need it in quotes. This can be relationships, people, whatever. Right? Oh, this is my better half. No, it's not. You, you have to be whole without another person. Two holes, that's great. Two halves that fill in the gaps for each other, that's a problem. Now you're going to become dependent on each other. Good luck in the future. Flawed concept. Oh, well, what do you know about relationships? Well, I've been in a relationship for seven years now. How about you? What's your track record? I don't play by society's rules in relationships, money, or anything else. And I'm having success. And I've learned a lot. This is why I can talk about these things. Think about your business for a second. How many of you are so attached to that one customer that when it doesn't work out, you freak out and it kills you? Can't have that. That's very scarce. That's very correlated in a parallel with this minimalist thing. It's not the same thing, but it's the same principle, the same underlying principle of need. No, you don't. There's always going to be another day and another customer. Why are you so worried about that one? Oh, well, I need money. Well, everybody needs money in this society. And if you don't get it now, you'll get it later. Well, I'm going to suffer. Everybody suffers, right? Take the proper perspective on this thing and stop being attached to all these things with this chain that you're afraid of breaking all the time. You yourself need to break the chain and understand that you're the puppet master, not the puppet. When these things do not have that emotional hook into your soul, you achieve a new level of existence and power as a human being a salesperson, a business person, a husband, a father, a best friend, whatever it is. 
you achieve a new level of power that very few people on this planet will ever achieve. The less things you're attached to, the more control and ease and fulfillment you have in your life. Then you can come and go as you please. Neediness is gone. Those emotional ups and downs start to go away. You're more happy. You're more fulfilled. You feel more of a sense of purpose. You don't feel like other people or other things are pulling you in a hundred different directions. Let me tell you, it's beautiful. It's tough if you don't understand it. Cause I never understood this when I heard it before I read it in books, but now the last couple of years, I'm really understanding this and living it. And it's beautiful. It's amazing. Cause this lets you step in whatever it is that you're doing and be better. I can be a better friend, a better business person, a better leader, a better salesperson, a better communicator, a better everything. So when I elaborate on subjects like this, understand that you are at the root of it. You need to be more aware as you're living day to day and you're crossing, uh, crossing paths with these concepts and see them and experience them in real time. All right. What is it that you claim you can't live without? I'm nothing without my morning coffee. Oh, I need this. I need that. And blah, 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 blah. That has a, an attachment to your soul, to your identity at the deepest levels and roots of your subconscious mind, the depths of the subconscious mind that you haven't even visited or acknowledged the existence of in decades since you were born. But that's what needs to be cleaned out and purified and swept and cleaned and steamed and all the other stuff we use, right? Now you're shedding away all of these false and fake layers of you that aren't even you. They're other people's layers, society's opinions and beliefs, not yours. And the rebuilding process must begin. You weren't born saying, oh my God, I need to make $5,000 a month or I'm going to die. I need a Lamborghini or I'm worthless. No, all the influences and, and, and stimulus around you and marketing and authorities are what told you that. Get to the root. I could be the billionaire, but also be the minimalist at the same time. You can do the same. Some of you will argue with me. Oh, that's not possible. Yes, it is. If I was a billionaire, I wouldn't wouldn't be living like other billionaires. I make very good money right now, probably more than a lot of the people that you follow that you think make more money than me. But I'm not flashy. I don't need to be. Is it cool? Sure. You appreciate a watch, a nice car, whatever, more power to you. You earned it. Fantastic. But there's a very clear difference. And those people know if they're being flashy to be flashy and for the attention and to boost their ego and all that other shit, or if they're genuinely expressing their accomplishments, their desires, what they value, and what they stand for. There's a clear difference there. And some people can fool the world, however, they can't fool themselves. And then again, society encourages that. Oh, well, BC, you don't rock the Rolex like so-and-so, and oh, blah, 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 and da, 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 and you don't run ads all the time like them, and, da, 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 and all that crap. You see, before, those comments would bug me. And I would fall into that thinking. However, now I'm completely detached from it. I understand where it comes from, but I'm detached to it. And this is the key. I don't fall prey to it. I don't fall prey to it. I'm now autonomous in my existence and in my thought process. Self-reliant. Keyword, self. 
Anyone who comes on my island is by invitation only. They don't impose themselves. You allow a lot of other people, principles, beliefs, and philosophies to impose themselves on you. Maybe you're only looking at minimalism as, as an example because you've seen it in the algorithm on YouTube. This has been in existence since the beginning of time. It just has a different word now, and it's being popularized by YouTubers and influencers. I've been living this shit for a long time. All this stuff about waking up early and being disciplined and being a warrior and not having much. I've been doing this shit for decades. I just now have to put certain words on it for people to be like, oh, he's into this too? Dude, I've been into it. Have you been paying attention? So now is the time, whether it's this subject and other things, are you thinking incorrectly in those terms where it's this or nothing else? Same thing with things that you're going to add to yourself that you learn from other people. Imagine if you took that same mindset, you can only be like one other person. No, you want to take and build upon and learn from more than one. I want the, the, the communication of this person. I want the charisma of that person. I want the energy of that person. I want the compassion of that person. That's how you study and start building. From a personal standpoint, as an example. But man, you got to get on this. The whole minimalism thing, the minimalism thing really struck a, a chord with me years ago, right? Because for the first couple of years, um, you know, I, I had a chip on my shoulder and, and I didn't do things 100% correctly from the inner standpoint. But I made that correction and man, it completely changed my life and revolutionized everything around my thought process, how I feel, my fulfillment and things of that nature. So I know a lot of people are going to go through that phase that I went through. However, don't get caught up in it, right? You don't have to prove anything to anybody except proving things to yourself and the people that you designate as your teachers and the people that you designate that you care about and whose opinions you value. Everything else is water under the bridge. Why? We're all here on this earth and in this planet existing at the same time. Who set the rules? We allowed random people we don't know to set the rules and we're unknowingly abiding by them. Doesn't make any sense. So for the most part, you need to set your own rules for you and your life and what you're gonna do. In the meantime, find out what works and what doesn't. It's gonna require you living, experiencing, making mistakes, doing things right and doing things wrong. However, you figure it out and you're not just taking my word or someone else's word for it. But in summary, and to finish, there's one thing you can take among everything that I said. The less change you have attached, chains attached to things that grab you emotionally, the stronger you are, the more autonomous you are, and the better equipped you are not only to help you, but the people that you care about on this planet and during your life. And the more that we have that at the individual level, the world will change. Mark my words. Okay? So that's it for this one, y'all. appreciate you listening. BrianCasella.com. If you want to check out my courses and my coaching, shout out to Team BC. Anything else you need, reach out to me or my team. All right, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.